and welcome to Nature Finds a Way, a pop culture podcast where we nerd out about biology facts and fiction in some of our favorite books, movies, and TV shows. I'm Lindsay and she's Sarah and we are marine biologists in recovery and today we're talking about John Green's favorite movie, Penguins (laughs) of Madagascar. (laughs) Yay! Oh, this was a surprise. It was so silly. Like, I know. I think silly is the best word. Like, is it, I didn't always yeah. find it funny, like laugh out loud funny, but it was just mm-hmm. silly and goofy and yeah. strangely delightful. Yeah, I think that's what it was just so ridiculously delightful. And like, maybe all the Madagascar movies are. They are not. Uh, I, that's what I thought. <laughs> so it was just like, it, yeah, it was exactly the level of absurdist that I was looking for yeah. in my life. Yeah. yeah, it was. Yeah, it was really, really fun. Um, yeah, the voice cast was really good. Uh, mm-hmm. yeah, Benedict Cumberbatch was like yep. the most Benedict Cumberbatch mm-hmm. he's ever of been. All time. Um, yeah. yeah, and like they got John Malkovich to play the I know bad guy, so that was pretty sweet. And then everybody else, like there was some other big names, but like not as big as those. But yeah, super funny. Lots mm-hmm. of like nods to camera. Definitely made for kids but like with the sanity and yeah. entertainment of adults in mind also yeah. oh yeah just the the name dropping jokes oh my gosh um, were hilarious and like obviously kids wouldn't get that i didn't even catch them all like they were so yeah funny. It, it got more and more obvious later yeah. into the movie mm-hmm. um yeah the if you haven't seen it uh classified who is played by benedict cumberbatch like every time he gives an order i think it's every time i might be wrong but um it always like does some sort of like pun based on a celebrity's name like Mm -hmm. drew barry more of this or something yeah yeah um yeah super super funny uh so yeah kids totally wouldn't get that i think that's the big difference between this one and not like the first madagascar movie is pretty good i watched one of the sequels with my nieces um I think over winter holidays uh, when I was there and they loved it. And we're all sitting there just like bored and annoyed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so sounds like, uh, a, sounds like a sequel to me. Yeah, very much so. Very much so. And like the part with the documentary filmmaker stuff. Oh, well, was Werner, really, Herzog? Werner yeah. Herzog. Oh my God. And like the little hat on the guy, like very yeah. Jacques Cousteau. It was so good. Yeah. So good. Um, yeah. Just just delightful mm-hmm. and very silly and like fairly de- i mean for like a science fiction movie where the animals talk fairly accurate yeah mm-hmm. yeah and there was like a lot of stuff to talk about i was surprised yeah me too me too i think probably more in this than in like the original madagascar although like in the in Madagascar, there's like all there's so many different animals that you could talk about. But like mm-hmm. even in this one, even though there's really only like two to three like groups of animals that are worth mentioning. Um Yeah. So we start in Antarctica with uh Werner Herzog and his documentary, and it's basically March the Penguins um ripoff, which is fine. And then there's an adventure in while they're there and they are escaping some leopard seals. Um which, besides the fact that they actually call them out by calling them leopard seals, which is surprising. Yeah. They do use the standard California sea lion barking noise. <laughs> yeah, and I don't I don't know what leopard seals sound like, but I would guess... either? Not like Kelly's. Probably 
not like a California sea lion. Yep. Yeah. Um, but leopard seals are a massive predator of penguins. If you've watched March of the Penguins, you Indeed. probably know that already. Yeah. Or Blue Planet. They are scary um, and have giant scary teeth. <laughs> it, yeah, it was cool that they were so specific in that case, um, which we'll get to doesn't hold across the movie, but not in a like problematic way, just in a like, oh, I'm curious. Um, yeah. 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 So leopard seals are the second largest seal species in the Antarctic after elephant seals, which I feel sometimes they shouldn't be in the same kind of grouping. Elephant seals are are very different. Ginormous. Yeah, they're ginormous, but they're also much more, like, they're not land-based, but they're much more, like, floppy and big. And leopard seals are, like, sleek and fast, and they go super fast. Yeah. Like, stuff, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, it's they're they're in very different categories, but yes, yes, yeah, yeah, um, yeah, and they live, yeah, live in the Antarctic. Their natural predator, the only one, is the killer whale, mm-hmm. and they eat basically everything, yeah, that's in the Antarctic that's smaller than them. Like they don't eat humpbacks or anything, but no, but yeah, um, like smaller species of seals, any penguins, yeah. Other like birds, all the fish other birds yeah, yeah. They, what probably whatever they can catch which because they are large and with giant teeth and that slink mm-hmm. body shape is basically anything they want to mm-hmm. yeah yeah so then we sort of meet our four main heroes the four penguins that we sort of follow around and um it's pretty cute because the, there's like three of them and then they like try to rescue this egg from the leopard seals and the egg shape was like surprisingly accurate penguin eggs are really specific shaped they're quite flat on the bottom um probably mm-hmm. because of how they are incubated on the yeah. foot on the feet of their parents so that it's like it sits flat rather than on its side or whatever um so that was cool looked a lot like a mini egg and now that i'm thinking about it mini eggs are kind of flat on the bottom are mini yeah. eggs supposed to be penguin eggs and not Easter bunny eggs? Maybe Easter bunny eggs look like penguin eggs because... Oh, maybe. Like, I don't know what Easter bunny... Like, what do bunny eggs look like? Is a mystery. Um, (laughs) Yeah. No, they do look a lot like like large mini eggs. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Which is strange, but great. So, yeah. Mm Headcanon now. Yep. The Easter bunny. (laughs) More closely related to penguins than chickens. Penguins than chickens. (laughs) Sure. Here first. Yep. (laughs) <laughs> right off this <laughs> um yeah so that was very cool uh there's a large like trail of penguins and that's you know if you've seen march of the penguins which if you haven't um go watch that please um mm-hmm. a, and but it's pretty vague about what species they are um yeah. they don't seem large enough to be emperors and they don't really have any of the yellowish tinge that emperors get um it's confusing about how many penguins there are living in antarctica because it Mm -hmm. depends how you count antarctica but um emperor and adelie penguins are the only ones that live fully on the mainland of antarctica there's a bunch of others that live on the very like on the tip of the antarctic um, peninsula including chinstrap gentoo uh, macaroni um and then there's other ones that live even like on the sub-Antarctic or Antarctic islands, but not the mainland, like king penguins. Um, mm-hmm. 
We've talked about penguins before in our Batman, Batman. episode yep. and Troubling a Star. Troubling a Star. Way, 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 way back. back. Yeah. Um, so, yes, yeah, so we've talked about how all penguins are in the southern hemisphere, um, but as far north as the Galapagos, which is basically the equator. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, otherwise they're all in the cooler waters. So, it like this these penguins could be maybe Adelie penguins or like chin straps, maybe gentoos, maybe king penguins. No, king penguins have the big yellow on them, right? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would say Adelie is probably the safest bet. Yeah. Um I would say that they just drew a penguin. Yeah. And didn't really go for a species specific. Exactly. Yeah. Like they're they're some sort of Antarctic penguin, but they don't have any of the distinguishing characteristics like of being freakishly gigantic like emperors or having the yeah. crazy um like coloration and frills like macaronis and kings and mm-hmm, um mm-hmm. all that kind of stuff. So yeah. Probably a delis, maybe chin straps, like chin straps do have the little um chin strap. Chin strap. Um, <laughs> but it's pretty subtle, so yeah. Just they're just very generic penguins which is fine because then yeah you can sort of like borrow from any kind of penguin behavior like all penguins have been held with varying degrees of success in captivity so like that Mm -hmm. doesn't rule it out either i think you know it's a lot harder to keep the really large ones that are from the antarctic in captivity because it needs to be really cold and they eat a lot of food but um yeah i think yeah the biggest point about that part when they when Dave has captured all of the penguins from all the zoos in the world, it was like, they're all the same species? Never a single one of them? That seems strange. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, they're all just generic penguins, which, like, probably the most commonly held penguin, as far as I know, are the um, the ones from South Africa. The mm-hmm. jackass penguins, jackass. or yeah. they have another name that's less rude, but I don't know what it is right now. Yeah, they're... <laughs> But they Nicole are is yelling at us. Yeah, Nicole is definitely yelling at us. Um, yeah, they they're in South Africa, not Antarctica, so definitely not those yeah, ones. So um, yeah, but it is easier for them to be in more temperate climates, uh, like here. Yeah, yeah. So, like there were times when it would be soups. too cold here for them to be outside. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. There's a huge amount of plot points about um, them swallowing items and regurgitating them, yeah. which. Mm-hmm maybe accurate i don't know like in terms of items i don't know they definitely do regurgitate food yeah i think that that's kind of where they took it and they're like penguins regurgitate food so therefore they do this yeah okay and you know for plot reasons they needed them to be able to carry stuff around because yeah yeah Mm -hmm. um because they don't have pockets in their tuxedos exactly (laughs) sadly yeah (laughs) Um, yeah, and so that made sense, and there was lots of gags about that, which was pretty funny. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't, I don't think we really have much to say about penguins because, like, obviously penguins don't talk. Um, yeah. but they are like <laughs> social and do like communicate mm-hmm. amongst each other. Um, yeah, are they diabolical masterminds? Maybe, probably not. Don't know but who knows? On down there, yeah, who knows? It's hard to know because yeah. they don't speak English. Nope. <laughs> and we can't see them for at least half of the year. Yeah, exactly. The Antarctic ones. Very so. dark. Um, yeah. yeah. Who um, knows? So when the North Wind uh, people, animals, come mm. and get them, um, the wolf being Benny Batch, as mm-hmm. said before, there is an amazing part that is, I think, written for marine biologists 
only, which mm. is when the polar bear hugs the penguins and talks about how cute they are. And I was like, finally, <laughs> they're together, but for appropriate reasons. Yes. In an explained reason, not like Coke commercials. Not a Coca-Cola <laughs> um, Yeah, I'm sure we've brought this up before, but if you don't know, mm-hmm. penguins and polar bears are not together. No. They do not live together. So polar bears live in the Arctic, and Arctic yep. comes from the word for where the bears are, basically. Yep. Um, and then penguins live in the Antarctic, which is the opposite of where there the bears are. There are no bears here. <laughs> Which, like, turns out to be true. I mean, I don't think they knew that there weren't any bears in Antarctica when they I don't think they knew gave that it. Antarctica was there. They probably. they weren't entirely sure for a very long time. Yeah. yeah. Um, or, like, yeah, what it was. Like, is it a small island, a big island? Mm-hmm. No, it's a whole continent. Mm-hmm. Um, yep, without a whole bunch of stuff. Bears. <laughs> yeah. No bears there. No bears there. Yeah. Yeah, so that was good. Yeah, so there are... Um, there's other species that we meet, like the, um, there's like a husky and a polar bear and a seal, like a little white seal, like baby seal and an Mm -hmm. owl. And they're pretty cute, but like very incidental. Like they could, they were just like, let's pick some Arctic animals. Um, Mm -hmm. yeah, which was good. Yeah. And I liked that. Yeah. They did pick all like Arctic animals that kind of could overlap ish. Yeah, I don't know. They were cute. Yeah, they were the... It's not a husky, it's a wolf. Oh, sorry. Um, it's a wolf. That's okay. Uh, but uh, so, like, they were carnivores? Yep. Animals? Yep, they were all carnivores, so that helps. Predators? Yep. Predators? Yeah. I think that's, like, kind of the thing of, like, they were top predators, so they were fierce and were able to yeah, like, solve crimes? Yeah, like, for sure, polar bears would eat, maybe not wolves, but um the seals for the sure. seals for sure and like wouldn't eat owls because they would fly away but like th- the size of that owl they would eat um mm-hmm. but you know it's a movie yeah. and they all talk so exactly. they can like mm-hmm. negotiate that exactly. <laughs> no eating please no eating please so definitely like the main thing that we wanted to talk about because we haven't talked about them yet but also yeah, like it's crazy i don't think i knew going into i just assumed we were going to talk more about penguins um but obviously the main baddie is an octopus so we get mm-hmm. to talk about octopus hooray we are not like grammar artists no yeah we're, oh. but we are not grammar people so like no. I usually say octopuses. Some people say yes. octopi. Some people say octopi is really wrong and it should be octopods. Mm-hmm. I don't really yep. care. Me either. Sometimes I'll say like one octopus, two octopus. I, yeah. It's a made up word, like all words. Um, <laughs> but, you know, it's a super made up word because it's like from Greek and Latin roots. So you can yeah, just... Yeah, which I think is where the argument comes from. Yeah. Is that plurian making something plural and saying it calling it pie is is greek greek but then but the octopus the that is part is latin, latin. yeah or the other that's way around that's where the argument yeah. stems yeah or the other way around i don't know yeah but, but it's an english word anyway. so you can say octopuses um we are not the illusionist nope. so let's talk about octopus indeed as a species or a family yes like cool do you want to give us a brief layout of where octopus fit in and what they are and sure um so octopus are cephalopods which means headfoot which if you look at them and also their other members of that 
group of squid. Um, no, I was going to say Tina Force. So that's not wrong. Um, Nautilus and the other one. What's the other uh, one? Cuttlefish? Cuttlefish. I knew there was a C in there somewhere. <laughs> we are out of practice. Yeah. Squid, octop- squid, octopus, Nautilus, and cuttlefish. They all got what seems to be really big heads, uh-huh. which are mostly body. But when you come from a species that likes to pick out heads on animals, so it seems like big heads, but also feet. Um, they are, I don't know what the word is. They're not pentaradial, but they've got eight. Yeah, they've got their, their, they've got eight limbs. Eight limbs. And, uh, octopus do, and then they've got the tentacles. There's all sorts of different things with camouflage. Inking is more of a squid thing as opposed Mm. to what happens in this movie where the octopus inks. Yeah. And, um, they all have beaks, all those um, members of the family order, which is another defining feature. So beak is like the only hard, the only hard part of the animal. The rest mm-hmm. of them are squishy squish, except for Nautilus. Yeah. And they can basically, the thing with octopus for squeezing into things and stuff, which happens a lot in this movie, is that if you can, similar to cat's whiskers, mm. if they can fit their beak into it, they can fit their entire body. Into Indeed. It. So that's why you always hear stories about octopus in aquariums going through pipes and getting into all sorts of hijinks and jumping yeah. on things and yeah walking out of their tank of like they'll they'll walk they'll leave water for short periods of time some species especially yeah um mm-hmm. just you know for fun or f- yep. to get food or who knows what yep. um curiosity yeah they're also um they tend to be really good at camouflage at least some species because they have um they could like can control the pigmentation of their Mm -hmm. outer skin layer basically it's not really skin but you know what i mean um which is cool which is cool um again with like not being super specific uh there are 300 species of octopus yeah um they this one obviously is massive which leads me to Mm -hmm. think that it's probably the largest octopus which is one that we are very familiar with because it's found off of our coast the giant pacific octopus um except it doesn't really look like a gpo to me not at all like Mm -mm. um giant pacific octopus are generally sort of reddish color rather than purple they're really like knobbly like textury looking way more like gnarly looking whereas uh Octavius Brine, which is a really great name, by the way, um, (laughs) is really, really smooth and purple. He does have sucker, like, um, suction cups on his tentacle, which is good. But, like, yeah. So, I don't know. It was just very much, like, let's draw an octopus that looks like Mm -hmm. a standard octopus, but not, like, anything in particular, which is fine, too. Um, Yeah. I think a lot of it, also, like, his minions definitely had the more, it's hard to describe, of, like, when you're standing on your tentacles on land because you're an animated character, yeah, your their heads were a little bit more horizontal, yeah, oblong, yeah. But his was definitely more a circle on top of some legs, yeah. <laughs> like it was let it was a little bit more squid. No, that's true. The 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 minions looked a lot more more like generic, yeah, than, yeah, yeah, for sure. For sure. Um, so yeah, octopus do have mouths. It is not on the front of their. I use air quotes head. It's their man, like their mantle, like that rounded head shaped thing. Um, Their mouth, their beak is actually like 
at the base of their eight legs, like in the middle of their legs. Um, mm-hmm. That's where their mouth is. So yeah, their mantle is not really at all their head. Their head is more like in between their legs and the mantle. And then the mantle mm-hmm. is more used for like locomotion and digestion and stuff. Um, yeah. Yeah. Because if you look at where their eyes are, their eyes are not also not directly on their mantle, more at the base of their mantle. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, very cool. Octopus are known to be really smart. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, we talked, like Lindsay talked about them escaping, but they'll also, um, like they've done studies about them having potentially short and long-term memory. Um, They can solve mazes. They will like maybe play in question marks. Like it's a little bit anthropomorphic to call it play, but they will like repeatedly um, like do the same activity to and like you know like throwing a not throwing but like pushing an item into the current of their enclosure or something like that so super smart um makes sense that they you know if they're going to be anthropomorphized in a kid's movie that they would be a, a villain especially like a yeah. monomaniacal villain not that i think that they're bad guys but i think they're like smart enough to pull that off yeah, and like even just the him transforming into a human of like, oh look, I've got a giant brain. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of. And their eyes are a really cool example of I'm sure we've talked about this before, convergent evolution. Like Yes. Their eyes evolved completely separate from our eyes or like mam- mammal eyes, but are like different, but surprisingly similar in terms of having like a pupil and an iris and that kind of like the ability to control the amount of light that goes into their eye and the, so that they can focus on images and stuff, which is really cool. Mm-hmm. Totally. Octopuses are really cool. All cephalopods are. Indeed. I like, yeah, oct- I like octopuses. Definitely. Actually, mm, cuttlefish are pretty awesome. Cuttlefish are really awesome. They're, They're so, so weird. But yeah, no, I think octopus are cool. And I think it's really cool that we have here the biggest species of octopus. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, depending on how you measure, they are not... The largest species of cephalopod because there's no. a giant squid. Giant squid. And the bigger one, colossal squid. Yeah. But, and Humboldt's. Oh, yeah. Are, yeah. Like, there's a lot of real big squid. Really out big there. squid. But like it's, giant Pacific octopus can, like, yeah, have, they're like big. scientifically documented to be 71 kilos or like 150, 160 pounds. Um, there have been records of them being up to like 600 pounds, but not. Oh my god! Not verified. That's so much octopus, and they're also really hard to measure because like they can have water like inside their mantle. Mm-hmm. So like, are you measuring water yeah. or not? Um, god, yeah. Now I'm just thinking about Ursula when she's big. And oh, scary. So Ooh. scary. But then there's the smallest species of octopus is called the octopus wolfi, and it's only two and a half centimeters or an inch long, and it weighs less than a gram. Oh my god, that's so tiny. So tiny. So <sighs> cute. Oh, the star sucker cute. pygmy octopus. Yeah, no, I think all octopus are really cute. Like, sometimes some of them are super weird at looking. Um, but, yeah. yeah. And then I love that basically the, the thing that saves the day is being cute. <laughs> I know. It was, like, it was really adorable. And just, yeah. Um, I really liked how it end- turned out. Like, the storyline in general was... You know, it was what it was, but, like, yeah, the way that they solved it was really nice. And yeah. It, yeah. Yeah, like, of course, you know from the beginning that Private's going to be the yeah, one that saves the day. Save the day. Like, obviously. Yeah. Um, and there was definitely Chekhov's paperclip. Um, and also, yeah, cheesies. <laughs> yes. Oh, my God. So many cheesies. But there's also, like, the most ridiculous references, again, like, the um, at the end where he's 
grown an extra hand. A hand yeah, a butt, a butt hand. hand. And then they do the um, Kirk and Spock thing. Oh my gosh. Oh, it was so cute. And just, yeah, there's just so many random things. It, and like, again, like Chekhov's whatever. Yeah. And obviously knowing the answer, like, you know, like at the beginning, you're like, okay, so Private's going to save the day, but I have no idea what he's saving the day from. Like, yeah. I have no idea where this movie's going to go. No, exactly. <laughs> but yeah, no, he saves it just by being cute and having perseverance. Yeah. Um, and <laughs> But then at the end, too, there's a post credit scene. Because so basically, like, all the penguins get turned into, like, monster-like creatures because the octopus is sick of being ignored for the cute penguins every time he's mm-hmm. at a zoo. Um, which, like... Yeah, but also like penguins at zoos are not that interesting. No, and also that's one part that's not accurate is octopuses at zoos um, can be really hard to see. Yeah. Camouflage, but also they just hide. Yeah. So it's not really the penguins fault that the octopus is hiding. Exactly. Yeah. That no one can see it. So they're octopus. Yeah. Just like, (laughs) I like you. I'll go look for you any day. Indeed. Um, So yeah, so then he uses like the Wonderflonium, you know, thingy Mm. to turn them all into like what he thinks are going to be ugly monsters but like i don't know i think they're kind of like ugly cute but that's a biology biologist uh bias (laughs) of thinking that even ugly things are cute um yeah but then (laughs) so then private gets like turned into a little bit of a monster like he goes sort of purple and has moose antlers which i think is still really cute but then to turn him back to normal, except like the butt hand's a little weird. Um, but then to yeah. turn him back to normal, I think they use it. Is it a sugar glider at the very end in the post credits? I think so. Yeah, because they're like the I sugar gliders back in Madagascar. Yeah, so like they're like yeah, they go back to Madagascar and they like with all the Madagascar characters, whatever. And they're like, well, sugar gliders have enough cute to spare. So and it's true because then they yeah they turn private back to normal and the the yeah. the sugar glider looks exactly the same. <laughs> Exactly the same, yeah, or whatever it is, some kind of cute, yeah, yeah, something like that. I was like, some kind of like cute uh, lemur thing, yeah, yeah, something adorable. Um, so that was really cute. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, they save the day with like their brains and their cuteness, not with like conniving or whatever. Yeah, Yeah. or guns. Yeah, yeah, or violence or whatever. Yeah, yeah, Mm -hmm. yeah. Yeah. Um, the beginning when they break into Fort Knox to get get cheesies. Yeah, this makes me think of like, I wrote down like this line but from West Wing of like, what do we have in Fort Knox? And then CJ's just like, soup? <laughs> cheesies, apparently. The last vending machine of cheesies. Um, yeah, it was pretty funny because I was like, what are what do they need with money? <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> but it's like also like these amazing line, like, moments where it's like a line at the beginning was like, aren't snakes nature's snakes? <laughs> and... Then they like roll on a black and white crosswalk. Yeah, just, that like, I think was my favorite their... part when they're I just, know. yeah, I like camouflaging. snorted out loud. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There was definitely um, lots of moments where I definitely laughed out loud, but that wasn't like the the yeah. I think the heart of the movie was just that it was really sweet and like they all learned to mm-hmm. work together and yeah, and then they learned to work with like these super different animals the mm-hmm. the north yeah. west north wind. north winds they all work yeah. together to save the day they all work together and um as you probably already know if you like pop culture benedict cumberbatch can't say penguin and yet they cast him in this movie <laughs> they're mean i don't know yeah. but you can go back and listen he can't he can't say he penguin. just pronounces it he- very strangely <laughs> 
very strangely. There was we still love him. There was one weird thing that I was like, mm, that was odd. Was they the last group of penguins that they were trying to save from being abducted mm. were from a facility in Shanghai, and they go to Shanghai and like no everybody speaks English and most of them are white. Yeah, it was yeah. super weird. That was a little. Mm-hmm. It's like um. <laughs> okay like yeah why set it in shanghai mm-hmm, mm-hmm. to have if you're gonna do that every... yeah yeah it was really weird but other than that that was the only like uh annoying thing but yeah no it was completely ridiculous and i totally understand why john green likes it um if you're mm-hmm. wondering what we're talking about there's a chapter in his book the Anth- the anthropocene reviewed um where he reviews Penguins of Madagascar, and it's great. Um, if it was it an episode in the podcast too, I feel like it. Um, I know he's talked about it before, probably on Dear Hank and John. Like he's just mentioned often yeah. that it's his favorite movie of all time. If it was an episode um, in the podcast, then we'll link it in the show notes because it's really great. But also, like if you're listening to us and haven't listened to or read the Anthropocene Review, yeah. um, what are you doing? <laughs> yeah, what this weird? What are you doing? Well, I think that probably brings us to the end of this episode. Uh, we've rambled enough about very strange things. So. Yeah, I think that if you want to watch this movie, uh, do it. Yeah. It's on Netflix. Indeed. And it's Don't charming. Don't accidentally watch the show. I mean, I have no idea if the show is good or bad, but it. we're talking specifically yeah. about the movie. Um, the yeah. Uh, if you have questions about Octopus... Then yeah. uh, you can reach out to us on social media. We're at Nature Finds a Pod on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Or you can check out our website, naturefindsapod.com. And don't forget to leave us a rating or a review on your favorite podcasting platform. We will be back in two weeks with, oh boy, here we go. Danger Bay. <laughs> and if you don't know what Danger Bay is, well, you're in for an exciting, strange world. In the meantime, stay, stay science-y, science-y, friends. friends.